Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin, and my guest today is the founder of All Black Everything Clothing Entertainment. I'm sorry, All Black Everything Clothing, and he also has Wise Guy Cigars. Mr. Ray Farmer, thank you for joining me. Always a pleasure to join you, Lamp. How's everything? Man, everything's good. I can't complain. How about on your end? Hey, man, we're making the best out of the situation that we're dealing with right now. But, you know, we're blessed. <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> we still here. Man, I'm telling you, boy. I'm telling you. So you, I wanted to start with the clothing line, man. Um, I came across it through a mutual – well, I had a, I had a buddy. Uh-huh. I went, to his, I went to his cookout, and I met another guy, and he had on a shirt. And I said, man, where would you get that shirt from? So he gave me your information and, and I called you and you was very professional and got it to me like ASAP. So how did you come up with the brand All Black Everything? Well, the brand, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of history behind this because like, in a, you know, in the area we're from, we kind of trying to support each other because it's, it's an urban thing around here, you know. So it all started like in 85 with this guy, uh, Eddie Vance, who owns a Madness shop, which was called Smug Summer Madness Urban Gear. You know, a lot of brothers and sisters supported him. So, you know, I, I was one of his big supporters. Then it branched off to my man, Kirk Bone, who did uh, All Days clothing line. And I was kind of like a model for him doing his thing. And, you know, they, they put a bug in my ear saying, Ray, you know, you always doing stuff for everybody. Why don't you try your own clothing line? So I, I tried my hand about seven years ago. And, you know, through the grace of God, I, I've been really blessed. Okay, so. The name All Black Everything. Oh, so, so it's seven years old now? Yeah, seven years old, yeah. Wow, I, I, I'm 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 surprised I didn't come across it a little earlier. Yeah, you know it's you know? it's it's, it's kind of low key, but eighty percent of the business is online, and you know twenty percent kind of local, and you know we we just go from there. Is is that the way you wanted it, like low key or? Well, I don't really like the spotlight. I don't like the shine. I, I just like I just like my clothes to speak for itself. Like you say, you you was at a party, and you ran into a couple of dudes who, and you seen the material, you seen the logo, you it kind of caught your eye. So I ain't want to really go out here and do a lot of advertisement about it, to be honest with you. Okay, because you you have a you have a very interesting logo. Um, you use the Ace of Spades symbol. How did you? What was the reasoning behind that? Well, you know, the Ace of Spades is a very Ace of Spades is, is, is very spiritual sim, sim, uh, uh, symbol. You know, it's the most most mysterious card in the deck. It's a spirit. Oh, you know, I'm a spiritual man who believes in a higher spirit than myself, which is God. You know, plus I'm a God-fearing man. So I kind of came up with that, with that logo because it represents wisdom, ambition, and spirituality. And I strive for that each and every day that I do. So the Ace of Spades is kind of like the most powerful card in the deck, to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't, I didn't, I've, of course, you know, I'm playing cards and, you know, spades, all that stuff. I've, right. I've known about, I've seen the Ace of Spades like most people, but mm -hmm. I never knew it had like a lot of symbolism behind it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough. So I, I did some background check on it before I really started doing it, and I really came up with that. So it's it's, it's it kind of symbolized me, to be honest with you. So I I took it and ran with it. Yeah, that's a, it. I I like you said you kind of like low key, and that uh -huh. that symbol is low key because I don't I don't know if a lot of people know how powerful that symbol is. Yeah, especially a lot of people play cards, and you know, I'm not even a card player to be honest with you. Uh, James, I don't even play cards, man. You don't play cards? I don't play cards at all. The only thing I play is Uno. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play Tuck. I don't know how to play Goldfish. I don't know how to play none, none of them games. 
No spades, huh? No spades. I don't know how to play no cards. Well, you know, at least you don't have to worry about being at the cookout and, and being involved in the fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I sit back and watch them there. You know, the four books, five books. I'm trying to figure out what are they talking about? I have no idea. But my wife, she, she plays, so she's trying. She's going to teach me how to play one day. Nah, don't learn. You all right. You know, right there, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it like that so I can stay out. So I want to buy a great before a party. <laughs> you, get to that, you get to that cookout next to you, know y'all partners, and the whole day go wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it low-key. I don't want to learn how to play. Yeah, and well, at least, at, least play, at least play with a different partner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that ace of spades is, is kind of powerful. Plus, you know, you know, I, uh, when I first came out with that ace of spades, I hooked up with my buddy Shamako, so he kind of jazzed it up at our Republic 7. He kind of jazzed it up for me. And, and and made the logo so you know he's one of the best graphic designers around man he's real sharp yeah i love the logo man it, it definitely that, man. it definitely catch your that. eye yeah now you also have um wise guy cigars i wanted you to talk a little bit more about that you know wise guy cigars was was my baby that's what we started off with because you know i'm big in the cigar culture and wise guy cigars kind of put me on the map you know doing my thing at cigar events my first cigar event was down at a down at Tinderbox years ago, man, years ago. You know, we brought Wise Guys Cigars out as a meet and greet. And, uh, you know, we had, we had a lot of people come down from Philly, New York, New Jersey, pretty much the, the Eastern Seaboard that smoked cigars, man. And we really had a great time. So Wise Guys Cigars was always my, my baby. And I uh, broke off from that a little bit. I'm trying to ease back into it. And I've just been going strong with all black everything. So I kind of faded Wise Guys away the last year and a half, to be honest with you. But that's my baby. I'm, I'm going to bring her back. Is it, is, is it like an entertainment group or? No, it's, it's, it's more of a, a cigar culture group. You know, it's like a, it's the social club. A, a bunch of brothers and sisters get together. We smoke. We talk about cigars. We talk about our day. Two things we don't talk about, though. We don't talk about politics and religion. Other than that, we good. Okay. Yeah, we kind of networking. Just, you know, you never know who you're going to meet in there. You, you meet some powerful people in that cigar lounge. You, you, is there a reason? Is it kind of like you wanted to keep the two separate or? Yeah, because at first, you know, it was called Wise Guys Cigars, All Black Everything. Then sit down, talking to my buddy. He was saying, Ray, you got two brands in one. He said, why don't you just break them off? You have your Wise Guys Cigar Culture. Then you have your All Black Everything Apparel. So I kind of listened to that advice. And it kind of, kind of, kind of put me where I want to be at, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, kind of put me where I want to be at. Now there's a the 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 cigar this the cigars actually have their own culture. I kind of wanted you to go into the cigar culture and also why do you enjoy it so much? Well, the cigar culture is very unique. It's a lifestyle, James. I'm telling you, it's a lifestyle. As you see now, a lot of people kind of get in with the cigar culture. It's kind of like a fad, you know. People get in, get in, get in, get out. Myself, I've been smoking about 23 years, so I started off smoking when I was I was a young cat. You know, working on uh, tobacco fields with my grandfather, watching him smoke cigars. But the cigar lounge is a place where you just sit back and relax, man. And at the long day of work, you get you a nice stick. And the funny thing, people think, you know, you got to smoke a Cuban, you got to smoke this. You can get a $7 cigar and really enjoy yourself. So it's not the price of the cigar, to be honest with you. The culture is so unique, man. It's, you know, as you learn more about the cigars, you know, the, the body of the cigars, the mouth, the bowl. You know, the Robusta, the Murado, you know, things like that. You learn so much about cigars. You, you got to do your homework on cigars. Cigars are uh, really 
really good. Cigars got me where I want to be at today. You know, you know, I spent a lot of money on cigars. If I tell my wife how much I spent on cigars last year, this interview may be over in a minute. <laughs> you said, you said it, how, did, how did it get you where you wanted to be? That's, that's an interesting take. Well, it, it gets to meet, meet a lot of people because when I'm in the lounge, you know, I, I meet a lot of people, James. I meet politicians. I meet professional people. I meet blue-collar people. You know, you meet some of the homeless. You meet some of the most interesting. You even meet ministers in there. You meet the ministers in there because, you know, everybody got to smoke. You meet a lot of people that play golf. And then you start networking with people, man. You know, one person telling another person about you in a word of mouth. So it's kind of like networking. So I use the best of my ability. I use the network. And that's my strength because I know a lot of people who smoke cigars. So I kind of use my clothing line for that. And that's why I broke off from Wise Guys Cigars to All Black Everything. Two different uh, units, I'll say. So I wanted to, I wanted to kind of get into it because... Not really get into the culture, but I wanted to talk to somebody who really knows about it. There's like certain drinks that go with certain cigars. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, some of them, some of them enhance your cigars. You know, for me personally, I like brown. You know, I'm a I'm a Johnny Walker man. You know, give me some Johnny Walker blue and a good cigar, or you give me some clear, which is uh some give me some kettle one splash of lime and tonic with a nice mild cigar. You don't, want, you don't want nothing too heavy. You gotta, you gotta, like I said, you gotta do your research because some cigars are, are, are very bold, so you want a nice, mild drink. You don't want nothing too heavy. And also, you want to do the wine with cigars, which is good. Me, I prefer Merlot with a nice stick and just relax, man. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you, James, it's a nasty, good habit. Why you say it's nasty? Because, they, man, when you leave out of there, your clothes be smelling like Cigars, man. <laughs> I mean, your clothes, man. I mean, you know, some lounges have poor circulation, ventilation. Some has great ventilation. It all depends where you go at. You know, it's one spot that, that I can live and swear by. They closed down, which was called Stibble, up in Friendship Heights, right on Wisconsin Avenue. Best ventilation system ever. Mm. Man, you go in there, you go in there, smell it like cologne, you leave it off smell like cologne. You don't have no cigar spots or clothes uh, sitting on your body. Some some spots you go to, you got to take your clothes off before you come in the house. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing, though, man. I'm telling you, it helps me relax because I'm a hyper guy, man. I'm always going. I stay on ready, set, go. But I give me a cigar, I sit down, I'm good. I'm, how, I'm good. Often you, how often do you find yourself in the lounge, like networking with people and things like that? Well, last summer, <laughs> last summer I was there every day. I didn't miss a day, you know. Since I met, met my wife, I kind of slowed down. So I'm there probably two times a week now. When and one time I was there every day, every day, all day. When I get off work, I'm there every day, all day. Do you tend to do you tend to see the same people? Yeah, you see the same people. Then you see some newcomers. You know, we, we you see some newbies. We call we call newbies beginner smokers. But you got to respect. Them. You know, because every, everybody was a newbie at one time. And, you know, you, you try to coach them up about the cigar culture, things you do in the cigar lounge, things you don't do. You know, all that loud talking and loud music. That's for the younger crowd. You know, you're an older guy. You want to sit back in some soft music. And you don't want the music to drown your conversation out. And you don't want your conversation to drown the music out. So you kind of sit back and just be real fly with it. I, I'll go with that. Do do we um do are there any like black owned cigar shops in the area? Oh yeah, yeah, we got a lot of black owned cigar shops, man. We got a lot of them. You got Mojo's, 
right here in uh, Edgewater, Maryland. You have uh, Cigars 210 right in Fort Washington, Maryland. <clears throat> you have quite a few. You have quite a few, man. So, you have Evictus, uh, uh, Evictus Black Owned right down in Waldorf, Maryland. Okay, I heard of that one. I yeah, you got Monus down in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, you got you got you got a uh, burn one in Baltimore, Maryland. You have Minas in Baltimore, Maryland. Lavidia's in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, you you have quite a few in the DMV. And, you know, you try to support people, man. You know, you try to show them that you support them, you about them. That's that's all you can do, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I can't forget Fire and Smoke Black owned up in Townsend, Townsend, Maryland. So you. So you actually do your best to try to like go to different lounges and different spots to right yeah you know you try to you try to venture out and hit hit everybody lounge you try to support everybody but you know everybody has their home lounge at one time two ten was my home lounge people just say right that's your office cigars two ten oh and I got I forgot affiliates black owned as well affiliates and uh you know right now so I, I consider Mojo's my, my my new office I call it the hood. Jay's <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, seven minutes from the house. Seven minutes compared to thirty minutes over in Fort Washington, where I work at. Now, if I get off work, I want to smoke. I hit two ten because I'm right there. But home, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mojo's right now. That's my okay. husband. I understand. Now, I read your bio. Um, actually, matter of way, you have a great website. Uh, whoever designed it did an excellent job. Oh, I appreciate that. I had, a, I had a young cat do that. One of my students at the school built my website. Young cat named Muhammad. Real great guy, man. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know the funny thing about that? He, 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 for to build my website, <laughs> that was his final. He, he took a business class. So he came to me, he said, uh, Coach Ray, you got, you got a business, right? I said, yeah. I said, I don't have a website. He said, if I build your website, can I use that as my grade? I said, sure, I, we can do that. So he take care of my website, and I take care of him every month. Yeah, that, he... he Make sure you let him know he did an excellent job with that website. I appreciate that. I sure will let him know. Now, w- when I went to the website, um, you talked about family and, and the, the influence that you, when you were coming up that your family had on you, the work the work ethic they instilled. I wanted you to go <clears throat> more in-depth in that because a lot of people don't address that, just like the, the importance of seeing an example of hard work and growing up. So I wanted you to touch more on that. Well, you know, the work ethic started back with my granddad and my grandmom, you know. You know, I'm, I'm basically from D.C., but my mom and my dad, they're from Carolina. So every summer we would, last day of school, they put us on the Greyhound. We'd go to Carolina with my grandparents and work in the tobacco field. I mean, man, you haven't worked till you're working in the tobacco field. And I say <laughs> hard work, James, from sunup to sundown, you are working. So I, I kind of got that instilled in me real young about work ethic. Then I see my parents work. You know, I, I played high school football. My mom and dad. Never attended a game, but one game out of four years because they was hard workers. They had to provide for us. So I, I kind of, that was kind of instilled in me. Then I see how hard my wife worked now. So I, I pick up on little things like that, man, just the hard work. And I try to be an example for my kids. You know, if, if you if you want something, you got to go out here and work hard for it because nobody's going to give you nothing. They see you trying and putting your best foot forward. And, and you got to do what you got to do. You be honest with them. You know, things happen for you. But I just believe in hard work, man. You know, it, it pays off at the end. A lot of people don't believe that, but you know, a lot of people want instant, instant stuff, right? You know, they they want it right then and there. They want something, but they want it right then. I don't know. You got to work hard for it. You got to set your goals for it. You got to dream. You got to dream big, man. Yeah, that I wanted. You said something interesting because you said your parents, unfortunately, 
they didn't really get to attend like your high school sports because you said you played. Like, did that have an impact on you at all? Well, you know, it kind of bothered me. Like, you know, senior day, you know, other kids on the team, their parents come to their game. So it, it kind of shakes you up. But in reality, you know why your parents not there because they, they providing food and roof over your head. So it, it kind of messed with you in a little bit and it kind of put a wedge in a, in, in a relationship because I was kind of bitter behind that. But as you get older, as, as I've gotten older, I kind of see why things happen the way they did. It just comes from them that they're hard workers. And, you know, my mom been a hard worker her whole life. My dad, he was a hard worker to my grandparents. So that's, that's all I've seen was hard work. And I'm strong on family. Man. I believe in family so much. And like, like my wife family, man, they are the greatest. You know, I look at her mom and dad as my extended mom and dad, two of the greatest people I've ever had in my life, man. Has that has that experience? Um, because you you have kids, because you knew how important how it made you feel not going to the events, like your parents not being able to make it. Has that made you kind of put a little more effort into going to your kids' events and things like that? Yeah, it, it makes you think twice. You know, you're tired, you get off work, but if your kid had a game, you know, you, you want to get out there because in the back of your mind, it's instilled. Well, my parents were in there, and I know why they weren't there. You know, I can't use the excuse I'm tired. We all tired. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like my son, he dances, you know, he's big into hip hop dance. So I try to go out and support him as much as possible. My daughter, she cheers at the high school. So I try to get to all her home games and her mom do most of the away games. So we kind of balance it out. And it's important that them kids see a parent there. It's so important. Like my wife, you know, with her son, she been there since he was three. What's the beginning of time? AAU basketball, football, doing everything. I mean, she riding with down on the highway. <laughs> when you see that, it makes you appreciate a lot of things in life, man. Yeah, it definitely do. Cause just that, you know, just that, um, just that camaraderie, just being able to be there. Cause I got a, I got a, a good friend, and he he always stresses that he's a, he he's one of my good friends. His name is uh, Shane, great mm-hmm. guy, and he always addressed that, like um, how his dad wasn't able to make his basketball games because it was it was so hard for him. And right. he said ever since he had when he had his son, he was like he always made sure to get to his son's game. So that's why I was always wondering like, you know, when you don't have that, when you when your parent for whatever reason, because I'm just, like you said, everybody's eyes right. and things going, but I always like to see how that affects the next generation. And it, it really does. It really does. You know, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in I was the youngest farmer and now my son is. So the cycle has to be broke somewhere. I'm a big believer that mm-hmm. somebody got to break the cycle because the cycle can't keep repeating itself. Definitely. When you see, what do you want the person who supports your brand, who buys your clothes, once they put that, that shirt on or that, that sweat, sweatshirt and it has that ace of spade on it. What do you want them to feel when they put those clothes on? Well, you know, first of all, it's funny you bring it up because uh, just, I think it was doing Super Bowl week, you know, I was shot across town to 210, and I walked in 210, and to see 80% of the cigar lounge with your clothing apparel on, you kind of just like, wow, wow, Ray, you, 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 you're really doing something here. You're really doing something here. And I, I'm the type of guy, I'm not going to sell nobody nothing I wouldn't wear. So I believe in quantity. 
So I'm, you know, the, 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 the material of the shirt, the material of the sweatpants, mm-hmm. you know, the, the quality of everything means so much to me. I mean, I mean, quality, the quality of the clothes means so much. I would never sell somebody I wouldn't, I won't, I won't sell somebody something I won't wear. Like I had a guy call me last night, well, I'm sorry, last week. He's in, uh, I think he's in Raleigh, North Carolina. He was saying, Ray, a lot of people get on me down here because I won't support them. And, I, and he said, I told him, you know, y'all got to sell cheap shirts. You got nice design, but you sell cheap shirts. He said, I deal with all black everything. He said, I brought a shirt from this guy two years ago, and the shirt's still the same. It hadn't faded. It didn't stretch out. I, I just believe in getting nice material, man, because you, you represent me. And I'm all I have at the end of the day. And, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just to see people wearing your clothes, man. And, and oh, I'm going to tell you which was, the, which was what really woke me up to this. It was Black Friday. And one of my white customers, I hate to use the word white, one of my white customers, I don't want to throw his name out there, but he said, Ray, you know why I buy from you? He said, people go out here and go Black Friday, do this, do that, they go up to Polo, Nike, but they don't see the, they don't see the return of their money, they don't see what's going on. He said, that's why me and my wife, we buy from you. We see the recycler, we, we see what you're doing. And you know, it feels good when you hear that, that you know you're doing something right. It that's really feels good. That's a black. And it also just shows, like, um, when you when you do good business, you can transcend to all people, all races. Exactly. So exactly. I definitely, um, I definitely, I definitely can vouch for the quality of your clothes. I bought a sweatshirt. Um, everybody loved it. They was like, "Man, where you get it from?" And I was like, "You know, I had to tell them because you know, yeah, you I ain't gonna lie. Normally, I'm like, I don't know if everybody wear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have some, I have customers tell me they man, I don't want to tell nobody where I got it from. They said you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta tell them. No, nah, I do because I'm like, right. if it was if it was something like Ralph Lauren or something, I'm like, ah, uh, nah, let them figure it out. But right, you know, exactly, black yeah. owned yeah. business, you got to get them while the iron hot. Here you go, man. Hey, that's my saying. Gotta get them while the iron's hot. <laughs> but I do, man. I, I I truly love um I truly love the clothing line, man. Um, I definitely will continue to support it, even though I'm not here. You you do shipping, <laughs> and I'm sure the quality of person you are and the experience I had, it wouldn't be no issue with it getting shipped to me. So we definitely will continue to do business together. I appreciate that. Before we go, I want to make sure you could tell the people, you know, how to follow you, you know, cause, cause again, I really want them to see what you're doing. Cause I, the clothing line is excellent. So I want to make sure you put all your information out there, even with the cigar lounges, everything you're doing, I want to make sure you get an opportunity to share. Okay. Uh, Right now, you know, if you go to the website, the website is allblackeverything247.com. That's allblackeverything247.com. That's the official website. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at allblackeverything365247. Uh, we have any more handles, baby? That's it? Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, we did Instagram and Facebook. That's it. That's it. That's how you look us up. Hey, Easy that's, to all find. You, that's all you need, brother. The site is great. It tell everybody what they need to know. <laughs> hey, hey, man. I, I appreciate this, Jake. I really do, man. Oh it's, man, it's thank you. Thank you for doing it. Um, again, much respect to everything you're doing. You're doing excellent quality work. And I wish you and your family nothing but the best in the future. I appreciate that, man. God is good, man. Definitely. And I want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to the podcast. And you all have a great day. All right. Good night.